Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Welcome on a Friday, Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th in the year of COVID really doesn't mean anything anymore, does it? It's It's like, what else? Come on, you know? Uh, Not to – it's just a day. It is what it is. Uh, But we're getting you ready for the Packers and the Jacksonville Jaguars coming up. You've got uh, football tomorrow night as the Badgers are going to be on the road. They're going to be taking on the Michigan Wolverines. And uh, looking forward to that contest as well. So a whole weekend full of, of good football. And even though there's been some games that have been postponed and or canceled, uh, you got the Masters to watch this weekend. There's a lot going on. Can be glued to the television. Can be watching the Masters. Can be watching college football. Can be watching NFL. Got a good, um, got a good uh, uh, Monday night contest as well. So, look, uh, there's, there's, there's plenty, plenty to pay attention to coming up this weekend. Um, coming up here in just a few, uh, we're going to be hearing uh, from the wide receiver, Devontae Adams, coming up here momentarily. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at Schulze Family Farms Beef. And uh, they have not put the grills away, that's you know for sure. But if you have and you're thinking about some other things that may interest you, Schulze Family Farms Beef, look, they've got uh, great uh, you know things for your stews, for your roasts for uh, stuff you want to throw in the Instapot, for chilies. They've got it all. And all you got to do is go to uh, SholzeFamilyBeef.com. That's Sholze Family Beef, S-C-H-O-L-Z-E, SholzeFamilyBeef.com, and see everything they have to offer. Uh, they've got those Instapot dinners complete with seasonings. You can order your quality Wisconsin pasture-raised meats right now online from a curated gift box, or you can create your own. You can sign up for a monthly subscription, and uh, the meat is then packed up, dry ice, shipped to your house, comes there in just a couple of days. It's right there, ready to go. And if you want to pre-order your holiday full tenderloins and prime rib roast, I would suggest doing it now because those sell out really fast. And every order taken in the month of November includes a bottle of the award-winning Fox Brothers Smokehouse and Eatery Barbecue Sauce. 
So a gift box, a gift certificate, if you want to uh, send a gift out to somebody, that also makes a great gift. Again, go to Schulze, S-C-H-O-L-Z-E, SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. That is SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. So there you go. Uh, Devontae Adams, wide receiver for your Green Bay Packers, uh, talks about 6-2. and two. How does he feel about the team being, uh, or really I should say beginning, the second half of the season? Uh, I feel like we're in a pretty good spot. We, we've done a lot and uh, a lot of good things. So we just got to continue to build off that, keep our head down and, and not really focus on the record. Um, you know, you start looking at that stuff too early. Um, I feel like you put at, you have added pressure on yourself. Not that we can't control that or handle it, but it's just better to just go play ball and, um, and, and see how it all unfolds in the end. And we're playing really good ball right now. So just, like I said, just got to build off of that and then look up when it's over. He also talks about the impact of former Jags uh, Nathaniel Hackett uh, and their, you know, now the Packers offensive coordinator and the impact that he has had not only on their their room but uh, looking back at his time with the Jaguars. Yeah, obviously the you know the play calling is up to Matt, but you know the way they scheme up some of these plays and the, and you know the concepts that they you know whether it's something that we have that we've been using for a while or something that we uh, you know stole a similar look from another team. I say a lot of that has to do with him. Um, you know, obviously we know his background, know who his dad is and just the long line of uh, coaching greatness that he kind of come from. And um, you can you can definitely see it and, and feel it, um, you know, as a player on the team, just kind of getting coached up from him day to day. The details, um, just the way his mind works and also just his personality, I think, um, almost more than anything, something that we love and we feed off of. Um, he keeps it interesting around here. He's a guy that brings a lot of juice and, and very consistent. I think in the past, um, you know, not not calling out names, but we've had coaches who kind of ride the wave, the up and down wave, just based off how we play or, you know, when wins or losses. And I see with him, it's a lot of the, uh, just more focused on the process, man. He's, he's, he's locked in on how we do things, how we celebrate together, how we, you know, just have a good time, um, you know, our bond as coaches and players. So a lot of good things from Nate. And uh, he's definitely a, a valuable guy around this building. How he brings the juice. And, again, go back to what uh, Aaron Rodgers had to say about him and the relationship and one of the best people he sees on a daily basis. So, uh, so again, you get a sense as to what Nathaniel Hackett brings to the table between both of their voices, between Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers. Now, Adams was also asked, how has COVID and all the protocols just affected team chemistry in general? Um, I think it's, it's definitely – been in the way a little bit obviously in the past we've been able to have a lot of gatherings um halloween stuff christmas stuff um going bowling doing different events that you know some of the players have put on so it's gotten in the way a little bit but we just try to strengthen our connection um you know in the building in practice and, and through football as much as possible um this is definitely the the roster of you know it's full of a lot of people that um you know i'd never met before uh going into camp so you know didn't really have that connection, didn't really get to learn certain guys. And then we got to dive straight into football right away. So that kind of, you know, got in the way a little bit. But something that we we try to make sure that we lock in on, we knew it was something that was going to be a little bit of, a, of an obstacle. Um, you know, something that could potentially set us back a little bit as far as our, our camaraderie altogether. But I feel like we've done a really good job knowing, getting to know each other, you know, across the, across the uh, you know, the hall. And then also the way that they moved our lockers around, I think that that helps as well. So. Um, it's been it's been a little bit of a challenge, but we've been able to overcome it. With the, uh, the with Aaron Jones returning, Devontae Adams healthy, you're probably going to get Lazard back sooner rather than later. Bakhtiari's coming back. With all of this, how are opposing defenses now 
looking at the Green Bay Packers, uh, does, uh, you know, Devontae, what does he think about that? Well, I mean, it obviously makes it difficult to figure out one high, two high um, looks just based on, you know, obviously the, the easy answer to eliminate a lot of big plays from, um, you know, bigger time receivers is is the shell. Obviously, you go too high, you go cover two, that it makes it a lot difficult and it, it kind of slims down the options for us. But um, on the flip side of that, you go cover two, and then it just allows for better running lanes. And um, you do that with 33 out there, you're going to be in trouble. So um, I'd say we kind of balance each other out and keep these defenses honest. So with road teams, believe it or not, road teams um, have gotten more wins than home teams. So will the home field advantage give them the advantage this week? I don't know if I feel a whole lot of an advantage other than the the, the weather. I mean, obviously, we're starting to get into some of these chillier games, so that'll play into our favor. I mean, it's you you, you still I, I feel it a little bit just because you know you, you have a little bit of a comfort in your in your home place, so it should still play in our favor. I'm not sure the reason why it hasn't, but um, you know, it's, it's just a part of it. So we gotta we all gotta kind of deal with it. He was asked to reckon back to uh, or harken back to 2016. He had that uh, second quarter touchdown catch. He was smothered by Jalen Ramsey and said, "Hey, uh, kind of, do you remember that play?" I mean, I just remember just uh, being right before halftime, listening to score, and then um, Aaron pulled out some more of his majestic stuff. It kind of reminded me; it was a little bit similar to the the play he had against Chicago, which would have been my first career touchdown. And I think it, that that one got negated by like a holding or something like that. Kind of reminded me of that. A little bit for him in the backfield, just pulling off some of his magic, making people miss, getting thrown down. Thrown down. I think by Ramsey, um, one hand just twisting around, throwing it, and then getting the ball all the way down to me, and uh, kind of having to make a contested catch on Devon House in the end zone. And, um, that was a big touchdown for me because obviously that was my first score coming off of the season that I wish I could have back for sure. Um, so getting that one kickstarted, that was a you know we ended up with twelve in the, in the end zone that year. So. Um, that was a, that was a big one for me. The offense has only had its full complements: Adams, Jones, Lazard, Jamal Williams during that first game against the Vikings. So when you get everybody back, does he see everybody being involved? Is, is the ball just going to get spread around because the targets have been predominantly to Devontae Adams? Yeah, I see it potentially being like that. I mean, it's each game is different. It's, it's uh, you know, I'm always ready to catch as many balls as I as I have to, but. Um, obviously, having Allen back is going. to, I mean, I don't. I don't need to catch 15 balls a week. I mean, I, I enjoy it and I love it. But at the end of the day, if 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 Allen's back and you know he, he can be, be spread out a little bit, a little bit for Jamal, a little Aaron here, uh, Quez feeding, just kind of spreading it out. As long as we win the game, that's that's all that matters for us. So when does he know? When you talk about the guys in that room, when does he know? A guy like Darius Shepard and Malik Taylor, when does he know that they can be counted on that they're ready to go? Uh, I mean, really just the confidence more than anything. I mean, I've, I've seen a lot of people in this league uh, on my team or not that come in and, and um, I mean, perfect example is, is Alan Lazard. I mean, he's a guy that was released, and I know we've all talked about this almost ad nauseum at this point, but um, he came in, wasn't expected to do a whole lot. We released him, came back, um, literally pushed his ceiling up a few, a few floors um, over the course of, you know, a few weeks of him just locking in and, and kind of taking it personal that they released him from the beginning. So, um, yeah, I, I think that the way Allen kind of came in and displayed that confidence, earned the trust of Aaron kind of, you know, re- relatively early, 
Um, that's really what it, what it's all about. It's you know you can be one of the most talented receivers in the world, but you don't believe in yourself. You don't believe in your hands. You don't believe in you know you know you get open is and you drop the ball. You know that looks a lot more difficult than if you have a contested catch. It guys all over you. So it's the confidence to really go out there and run every route to win. Um, you know, obviously being assignment sound, so you got to be pretty sharp and then um, just playing fast. And I, I've seen that from a lot of the guys that we've had, um, you know, in recent years here. Last week, Devontae Adams said, look, I'm the best wide receiver in the National Football League. So what does – what stat? Is there something that determines him as the best in the league? I mean, it's, it's a good question, and, and I'm, I'm glad you kind of brought that up just because everything obviously got contorted uh, – from from when that happened and I don't really care at the end of the day I'll stand by that I mean any any day of the week and I, I feel like I got the body of work and the consistency to prove it but it's not about you know no my nobody's Muhammad Ali and people aren't coming out in post-game interviews saying I'm the greatest you know that's that's not what it's about it's about I know what I'm about and I know what I do and I know you know um I truly feel that nobody can cover me so you know when I when I get my one-on-one opportunities I try to show that you know, I can't be I can't be guarded. And that's that's just a mentality and, um, you know, a mindset. So it's the confidence that I have based off of the, the work that I've put in, um, you know, and and the success that I've had, obviously. But there's a whole lot, once again, that, I, like I said, after that game, that, that goes into be, me being able to say that because Aaron's got to do his job. The line's got to do their job. Everybody's got to do their job. That's that's the good part about football, man. So, um, you know, I, I definitely will never retract that statement ever. But, I mean, I expect every every receiver who's in that conversation in, in the league, I don't expect people to, you know, you ask DeAndre Hopkins or you ask Julio Jones, you know, who's the best receiver. I don't I don't expect them. Even if they did think it was me, I would expect them to say that this to them because that's the type of mentality you, you should have. So, uh, and that's not me saying that I said I'm the best because I feel like I should say that. Obviously, I feel like I should, but I, I do uh, also believe that it's true. So there you go, Devontae Adams talking to the media yesterday. Good stuff coming from him. Hey, by the way, the breaking news of the day, uh, if you're a Packers fan, uh, has been the passing of Paul Horning, who uh, announced, uh, you know, it was announced today that uh, he did indeed pass away. It was announced by the Louisville Sports Commission. They put out a press release a little bit earlier today uh, making the announcement 84 years old. So if you're a Packers fan, you remember or at least I know all of you Packers fans are at least have heard of Paul Horning. Come on. Uh, the golden boy has uh, has left us. Uh, the Hall of Fame halfback and kicker for the Green Bay Packers. And people tend to forget he was a kicker. Uh, one of the NFL's best uh, all-purpose guys. Paul Horning passing away today at the age of 84. Uh, let's do this. We'll step away, take a quick break. Hey, what were you speaking of the Packers? want to remind you, don't forget, coming up immediately following the game on Sunday, Gary Ellerson and I, we bring you the Green and Gold postgame show. We give you our analysis and breakdown. We welcome yours. We take your phone calls, your tweets, your emails, all that kind of good stuff. And if you don't find us on some of these main stations, then you go ahead and find us over at the radio.com app. You can also always find the program at uh, BillMichaelsSports.com. That is BillMichaelsSports.com. Dot com. You can find us there as well as, uh, as you know, always on the radio.com app at the 1250 a.m. Uh, the fan out of Milwaukee, you can follow, follow us there also. So anyway, that being said, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, don't forget Eric Branchek of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. But coming up next, Badgers and Wolverines prediction time. We don't even know who the hell is actually playing. Talk about it next on the Bill Michael Show. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.
This portion of the program brought to you by Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network and many of our Facebook Live broadcasts as well, which I always enjoy doing. Really do. It's always fun. Uh, a couple of different things. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, Reggie Bonifan, Russell Okung, Stephen Weatherly all have been ruled out this week against the Bucks. Uh, by the way, the Niners have activated wide receiver Kendrick Bourne. He's coming back from the COVID list. So uh, they're at least getting him back. Meanwhile, in our own backyard for the first time in a while. I mean, uh, Alan Lazard's been practicing for He did not practice today. He did not practice today. Kirksey, Kevin King, uh, Aaron Jones, David Bakhtiari, everybody back at full participation in practice today. By the way, uh, the Packers, if I'm not mistaken, I think they have one more week to activate Alan Lazard from the IR. But Alan Lazard did not practice today. Did not practice today. So, there you go. Uh, 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. If, uh, if you would like to chime in, by all means do so. Uh, the honors pouring in for Paul Horning. Paul Horning uh, announced today passing away at the age of 84. Don Mikowski said it's been such an honor becoming friends with these Lombardi legends. Paul Horning was so good to me and my family. I will always be grateful. I love you, number five, RIP, Golden Boy. So that is coming from Don Mikowski, who tweeted out a little bit earlier today uh, about uh, the loss of Paul Horning. If you're just tuning us in, Paul Horning passing away at the age of 84. Nice story on the Journal Sentinel now uh, as well. And uh, just uh, nothing as of right now that I didn't see. Uh, anyway, just making sure here. Um Nothing specific when it comes to the Green Bay Packers. It's just waiting for their official press release as well. Our buddy Steve writes, Bill, I've been uh, texting with my son-in-law, and it came up that uh, being a little bit older sometimes isn't a bad thing. I just turned 60, and I remember watching all the Lombardi legends play when I was a kid. So sad to see my childhood heroes leave us. Sad day, very sad day. Um, Steve in Richfield talking about the loss of Paul Horning. Uh, this is from Jason who says, My father and I were just talking. Uh, about the Lombardi legends and how many have left us. It seems like they're coming fast and furious now with death to that team. It is such a shame, but don't you think God has one of the best football teams ever assembled? You're right. You're right. It is a sad day, and you're you're right. And you like to think of it that way and makes you makes you maybe smile just a little bit. Uh, meanwhile, you got the Badgers getting ready to head out to Michigan to take on the Wolverines. And uh, we don't even know who's playing quarterback yet. We don't know if Graham Mertz is going to be back. You, he, can, he is... Uh, if you do the math, from the time he tested positive to where they stand today, he should be eligible to come back. But that means he also has not had any practice, hasn't taken any reps. Whether or not Graham Mertz is back in the field, we'll have to wait and see. Um, obviously, the protocol had to cover the coach, too. They had other staff members that had COVID. They were in the COVID protocol, but uh, the team feels that they're ready to go. And as of right now, knock on wood, uh, and that's what I'm doing, uh, the Badgers and the Wolverines will take place tomorrow night, 630 uh, Central time. So uh, I I think it's going to be a tough game for the Badgers. I, I really do. I think the Badgers have enough talent to win, by the way. And it's not that I don't want the Badgers to win, I because I do. And I, I cannot stand Michigan. I'm not a Harbaugh fan at all. It's just tough to come back after two weeks of doing nothing. So I think the Badgers can win this game. But if I had to put my money on it, I'm going to say in a close-scoring affair, 24-17, 24-21, something like that, 
uh, Wolverines maybe nip the Badgers. Now, I hope I'm wrong because I can't stand them. I absolutely positively hope I'm wrong. Um, but um, I, I, it's so tough to come back and, and just be there uh, and be ready to go as if you didn't miss a beat. So uh, I'm going to go into the studio to Joe and Evan. Joe, do you get the same sense? Is this Even though the, the, the Wolverines are nowhere near what we thought they were supposed to be, that this just coming back after two weeks off because you couldn't do anything because of COVID, like you're supposed to just pick up where you left off. Yeah, I mean, I I I think Michigan should be respected a little bit. I think a lot of people are poo pooing them because they've gotten off to a really lackluster start, but they're certainly talented on that football team. And I I'm I've really liked what I've seen out of Joe Milton, their quarterback. I I think th- this kid's really good and really explosive. Mm-hmm. Um, both when it comes to his arm and what he can do on the ground as well. And I think he's going to be the key to this game. Um, I also think, though, if Graham Mertz does play, and I'm kind of expecting him to play, I think Graham Mertz is going to have a good game. Even even being off for two and a half weeks, I, I think Graham Mertz is going to go out there and take advantage of a very poor secondary that Michigan has. So to me, I think the Badgers win this game, assuming Graham Mertz plays. If he doesn't, um, it appears that it might be Danny Vandenboom and not Chase Wolf because I don't know if Chase mm-hmm. Wolf would be eligible based on when he tested positive. Right. Uh, the thing is about Danny Vandenboom, there's only really one pass play he's had as a Badger, and that was a touchdown pass when he got his opportunity. Uh, beyond that, he, ha- he hasn't done anything else. So what works in the Badgers' favor is Michigan doesn't have any tape on the dude. So that could actually help the Badgers. Um, but I also think, too, that whoever is playing in this game and whoever might be sitting out in this game for Wisconsin, um, I think guys are still going to step up and make plays. That's just That's been the constant with Wisconsin football for a long time now. There's always this next man up thing, and guys um, who get their opportunities make big plays. So I still think, even if Graham Mertz doesn't play, I think the Badgers will have, play a very good and close game with Michigan, but I wouldn't be surprised if Michigan wins. Um, so, I mean... It, so put it this way. If Graham Mertz plays, I think the Badgers win by at least 10 points. Uh, Evan, what you think? I, I really don't know because the only, the only Badgers game we've seen this entire 2020 year is uh, against a bad Illinois team two weeks ago. I Michigan is a much better team than Illinois, even though their defense has not been good at all. I, and it, we don't know if Graham Mertz is going to be back. We expect him to potentially be. If he is, like Joe said, it gives the Badgers a lot better of a chance. But I don't know because how good are these Badgers team? Yeah, they beat up on Illinois, but we know that Illinois is not a very good team. What happens if they come out and are absolutely flat because they haven't played in two weeks and they're not that good of a team going up against a team that should be really good in Michigan? So... I was just watching ESPN, and on SportsCenter, they had uh, who has the highest chance of making the college football playoff. Here's what the national media thinks of the Wisconsin Badgers right now, considering they have only played one game against Illinois. They have the Badgers in the number five position. Number (laughs) five. They have them a 44% chance of making the college football playoff. One game, putting them up against all these other football teams that have played far more games than the Badgers, and that's where they have them. I, I think I think we need to slow the roll just a little bit about Wisconsin here. I mean, it's I great just to get that, that these... kind of respect, but come on. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what's weirdly weird is in other years when they've been good, 
everybody's been screaming for respect. Now they're getting it, and we're all saying slow your roll because they've only played one game. But that's how weird this year has been, and and that's how much the outside media really – I'm not going to say they don't know what's going on, but they, they're throwing darts at a dartboard to see who's going to be the best team because of all the – the, the 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 weirdness with games being canceled. We got another group of games canceled again this weekend. You know, so with all the weirdness, with all these games being canceled, all these big games being canceled, they're throwing darts at a dartboard right now just trying to talk about the top teams in each of the Power Five conferences and who actually is going to be capable of getting a win and going to the college football playoffs. It's just such a strange year. Uh, let's do this. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk with Eric Branchek of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. He's going to join us as portion of the program, brought to you by our friends over there at uh, Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. More coming up right after this. Wisconsin-wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. It's tough when, you know, you play against the Vikings and then the numbers are, are saying that they ran however many yards they ran and, and then the defensive line looks like they play bad and we need this guy and this guy to stop the run. I think we've been really playing playing really good football if you really actually watch film and turn on the tape. Uh, I think we've been knocking guys back and been getting all blocks. Welcome back to the program. Those are the words of Kenny Clark. Reminding you, uh, by the way, we're going to talk with Eric Branch. at the Green Bay Press Gazette coming up. But they got two great offers right now if you want to go up north. PineMountainResort.com. That's PineMountainResort.com. If you're looking to book a stay, they're going to give you a couple of free lift tickets up there for the ski resort. That's a $110 value. And V4SeasonsWI.com. If you book a, a weekend and now, between now and the end of the year, they're going to give you a free night stay coming up in the spring as well, and that's a $189 value. Two great places to uh, socially distance yourself, enjoy yourself. Go to PineMountainResort.com. That's PineMountainResort.com or The4SeasonsWI.com and see for yourself. Uh, joining us now, Eric Baranchek of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. And, uh, Eric, uh, I think the only thing that could probably slow down the Packers' offense is the weather. Our buddy Drew Burgoyne down here at CBS 58 just texted me a little while ago and said, yep, the winds will kick up. He says anywhere from 30 to 40 miles an hour, pretty consistent throughout the day. So it's been going up as the day has gone on as far as the forecast goes. So, uh, But Aaron Rodgers said it's the wind doesn't really bother him too much, you know? Right. I think uh, I think you're right. Um, so, And the hard part is it's inside that stadium. You know, what's weird was, was last game, it was fairly windy too and the wind was coming from the west and in the stadiums we're watching the flags the flags were, like at any given moment we'll be going a different direction so i yeah i think i think where it affects them are the deep balls um but i yeah i, I don't i don't think it's the inside the stadium the wind is really going to play um but a huge role uh certainly some role but you know i don't i don't i think it's more of just being cold and having cold hands than anything else with uh, with the team pretty much coming back to full strength, I know Alan Lazard did not practice today, but it seems like all the other pieces did. I don't know when Kirksey's going to come off the IR, but it appears that he's almost ready to do so. With all the other pieces coming back, uh, including David Bakhtiari, tell me how good you think this offense can actually be. Only a couple of weeks ago we were pining for another wide receiver, and now it seems to be something of, you know, mainly for the fact that they didn't get one, so we can't, you know, dwell on it. But how good can this offense be? I think, I, well, heck, 
they don't punt very often. That's a pretty good sign of how good their offense is. I I think they're I don't think they're, they're they've peaked yet. That's I guess that, if that means anything to you. I think there's still opportunity, and I think there's still opportunity on the play calling side um, to get better. There's sometimes it seems like it gets kind of low. There's a little bit of a low, uh, but then. You know, so it, it'll pick back up. So I, I think, um, you know, I don't. I, I think you know, being where they are now, upper thirties, low forties, I think is something to be expected. This is a team in Jacksonville that gives up over thirty points per game. So last night, you and I picked scores. I said thirty-five, seventeen, pretty fair. I think uh, as far as the assessment goes, I, I don't see. I mean, granted, uh, Luton is uh, a young quarterback still learning. Had a pretty good, successful debut. But and he has weapons; they can run the ball. But I still just don't see the Packers. I, as long as everybody's playing and and you don't have catastrophic injuries, I don't see this even being somewhat of a close game. You know? Oh, I agree, and I think that um, you know what might keep the score total down is the fact that they get up really early. Um, so I, I, that could keep the overall point total down a little bit for the Packers' offense, but. Yeah, I, I I think it's really going to be a, uh, a difficult uh, road to hold for for uh, the Jacksonville defense. The uh, we were talking a little bit earlier in the day about uh, Josh Jackson and Josh Jackson. While he has not you know set the world on fire to push himself into a starting role, he has played better this year. Tell me what you think of Josh Jackson's play. Well, I think he kind of found himself, and I think the defense uh, found a way to utilize him. I mean, he's not a blazer. He isn't going to be, you know, burn up the the forty yards, right? But what he is really good at is he has long arms and he's very strong, so he's really able to play very good on on a uh, bump and run and get his hands on receivers. He gets in trouble a little bit downfield, but but he's a physical physical uh, corner. And and the other part about him is, uh, yeah, you know, the, his his ability to keep wide receivers uh, on the line of scrimmage and not get off freely is he is very good tackler on the on the edge and is a willing tackler on the edge and they're the perimeter. So um you know I guess I you know I'm a little bit old school. I like I don't like cornerback cornerbacks that are only or or kind of just sort of flap their body in front of people. I mean he goes and tackles and I, I think that uh that is something that they missed a little bit in, in uh, in the used past, so I think Kevin King and Alexander both those guys are, are willing to tackle the perimeter. So there wasn't any drop off when King departed with his injury. That uh, on the perimeter, that was one question: though, how, how are you going to replace that tackling? Well, that is even. Um, and then you got just a little bit of a different type of cornerback. Uh, uh, now they've figured out how to play and just play physical. And, you know, square up on a guy, get two hands on him, and then you know. Hopefully that throws off the timing enough. So, uh, yeah, they, they definitely changed the way he plays. And the other thing is he's, I think he's a very good zone cornerback where he's able to, to react to the football and, and not get burnt deep. So I think uh, they just had to figure out what's best for him and what's best uh, to make him fit into the defense. Speaking of the defense, James Robinson can present problems. So you tell me, how do you defend this guy? Do you put the bodies up front and start to stack it? Or do you go with kind of some of the Mike Pettin, you know, philosophies? And you want to make sure they can't throw the ball because they do have Chark, they do have Conley, they do have Chenault. Uh, so you put in more DBs and uh, hope that the middle linebackers and hope that the, uh, the, you know, Kenny Clark up front can stymie the run. Well, that's going to be the big challenge because they seem to be able to run the ball a little bit. You know, this, the, the suspect obviously is the quarterback. So, um, you know, I'm, I, you know what? The interesting thing is, is sometimes this football team makes 
makes uh, the rookie quarterback or the, the backup quarterback look pretty good sometimes. Uh, but I think really uh, how, how I would attack this game is we're going to shut them down up front and then make them make them throw the ball. Make the quarterback beat you. So you're going to be in too deep zone and um, do some things to, to make sure that they uh, can make that quarterback beat you. And primarily, you know, even – stacking the box and, and having one high safety um, and, and playing base defense when they can or that heavy nickel or heavy dime, excuse me, uh, when they walk down to safety. So I, I think they're going to have some some opportunities there, but I think it all is going to start with making sure that running back gets, gets grounded early. Well, I guess the good news for the Green Bay Packers, uh, we knew he was a little bit nicked up, but Chenault has now been ruled out for the game coming up on Sunday uh, against the Packers. So uh, he is not going to be there, but nevertheless – uh, you've still got, uh, you know, Chark and Conley. Both of those guys will be there as well. Uh, in the meantime, I, I did want to ask you because we get word today that uh, Paul Horning passes away. And I know Paul Horning being one of the icons of the Lombardi legends. Now, you and I most likely not, uh, you know, fully alive and aware at that point in time to be able to watch Paul Horning play. But uh, give me your thoughts as uh, more and more of these Lombardi legends depart us. Well, that's really sad news. You know, and we're unfortunately we're at that that point where some of these guys are going to start or most of them are going to start um, departing us and that's that's really sad and, and really it's kind of the you know the title town era that's the the title town aura and those are the guys that started it and those are the guys that the, the foundation of the franchise are built upon and um you know it's too bad you know i, I was born in the mid-70s so i didn't get to see him play but uh you know you saw some of the tapes um of those guys playing and it was you know, pretty special. And, you know, for my, for me, it was my dad teaching me about um, those players and what was special about those players and, and passing it down to me. And, and, you know, now it's with my son, I got to tell him about far, you know, because he was, he's eight. So right. He, you know, all these things are, but it's, it's really what, with the, the bedrock and the foundation of what title town and what this franchise means for this community in Wisconsin. Always good, my friend. We will talk again next week when we break it all down and uh, kind of take a look back at the game on Sunday, okay? Yeah, you have a nice weekend. Thanks a lot for having me on. Appreciate it. There you go. That is our buddy Eric Branchak of the Green Bay Press-Gazette giving us a few thoughts as we get you ready for the game coming up this weekend between the Packers and the Jacksonville Jaguars. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at the Biofuels Association. And if you're cruising around out there and uh, you know, look, hey, if your vehicle's newer than 2001, chances are you can probably put unleaded 88 in it. If you have a flex fuel vehicle with that green badging on the back or on the gas cap, you know you can run E85 and do 85% of what some of the electrical vehicles are doing. And that is saving the environment, saving yourself some money without spending a ton of money on the vehicle itself. So uh, check it out. All you got to do is go to abetterfuel.org. That's abetterfuel.org. And see for yourself everything that, uh, you know, ethanol has to offer. And then you become an advocate for the farmers, the truck drivers, the refinery workers, all right here in our own backyard and not the big oil companies. So go to abetterfuel.org. That's abetterfuel.org. New mail heads up, plays of the week, next. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, 
a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veterans Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers host the Jaguars Sunday at noon here at Lambeau Field. It'll be cloudy, windy, and cold, a chance of rain. The Packers have had their fair share of challenges, weather, injuries, and of course, COVID. Mason Crosby went statewide on the Bill Michaels Show. You know, this has definitely been an extreme one. Obviously, every season has its unique challenges, but um, it seems like every week, every few days even, um, you know, there's there's a new protocol, new something that we have to address and make sure that we're uh, keeping our masks on, you know, kind of all over the building. Packers defensive back Jair Alexander still dealing with a concussion. Left tackle David Bakhtiari has been back at practice after missing time with a chest injury. And Billy Turner was asked, what was it like for him having to shift from right tackle to left tackle in the middle of a game? Something that I heard Packers legend Josh Sitton say a few years ago in Miami, and that is, it's like wiping your ass with your opposite hand. And if you've ever tried that, I'm sure you know. That's Packers offensive tackle Billy Turner in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Time now for the New Mail Heads Up Plays of the Week, brought to you by our friends at New Mail Medical, treating guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin beyond the borders as well. And uh, they have one phone number for the uh, for the locations. Doesn't matter where you're going. 414-455-4451. 414-455-4451. That's the New Mail Medical Center. Give them a call if you want to lose weight, you want to feel better, you want to get energy, you want to get rid of the brain fog, or maybe just help yourself in the bedroom, whatever it happens to be. New Mail Medical can do it. 414-455-4451. Time now for the heads-up plays of the week. Number one, the Ravens. Chuck Clark with a fumble recovery. Scoop and score. Gives it to Jonathan Taylor. Off right tackle. He's got a hole. Across the 40-yard line. Still churning all the way down to the 36. Ball comes out. It's recovered by Chuck Clark. Along the middle sideline. Colts 40. Tripped up by Mad. Hurdles Phillip Rivers. 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Ravens. Chuck Clark. Picks up the fumble that was forced by Marcus Peters, and the defense puts the Ravens right back in the game. On the Ravens Radio Network. Number two, Joe, what you got? Delvin Cook, another monster game last week for the Vikings, and he goes off for 70 yards here. First and 10 from the 30, handoff. Dalvin shakes, attacks one the 25, and the race is on, and he's loose! Yard touchdown this time by the best in the business, baby, Dalvin Cook. It's 33-13, Vikings. That's Paul Allen on the Vikings radio network. God, and he's loose. Sounds like a bull just ran into the middle of a mall. Uh, and then you've got on the uh, Texans radio network Deshaun Watson to, oh, it pains you to say it, Will Fuller. Here it is. Here's the snap. Here's the throw to Fuller, and he's got it at the 50. Fuller on the run. 40, 30, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Will Fuller. 77-yard TD pass to Will. And he's not a Green Bay Packer. So, there you go. That is your new mail heads up plays of the week. Good stuff. Always good to get those those things on. 
Um, coming up in the next hour, we're going to have some buy or sell for you. Also, our good buddy Mike Clemens, our Granny Gold Insider, is going to be here as we round out the rest of the day. Hey, a reminder, coming up immediately following the game on Sunday, Gary Ellerson and I, we give you the analysis. We take your phone calls, take your emails, your tweets, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, a reminder, it's the Green and Gold Post Game Show on many of these same stations. And if you do not get it on one of these stations, please feel free to, uh, to find us on the radio.com app. Uh, you can also uh, just simply go to the website, BillMichaelsSports.com. That is BillMichaelsSports.com. Just click on the Listen Live link, and you can find us there as well. So plenty of ways, plenty of ways to stay in touch with the program and to still get us, and we highly encourage you to do so. Uh, like I said, coming up in the next hour, Mike Clemens uh, got one, uh, got buy or sell coming up as well. Before we round things out and send you off to the weekend, we'll do a Masters update as well. And we'll talk about the Masters coming up on Monday for sure, but we'll do a Masters update coming up the next hour also as uh, we get you ready for the rest of the weekend. Should be a good weekend with a lot of good sports. Uh, Jason says, uh, I love the Masters and I love me some Packers football, but I can't wait for the Badgers to be back on the field. I hate Michigan probably more so than I just like the Badgers. I want to see the Badgers roll, although it does scare me just like you. I had said, look, if I had to put – if you put a gun to my head, just for the fact that the Packers are – or excuse me, the, uh, the, the Badgers – are coming off of a couple of weeks without doing much of anything. So it's 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 tough to just go, oh, yeah, they're going to win that ballgame. No problem. I would kind of have to lean in favor of, of the Wolverines for two reasons. One, they're coming off of a loss to Indiana, and Indiana's a good team. But secondly, this is it. I mean, if you lose this game too, man, there is going to be people just jumping off of the top, top row of, of Ann Arbor. So uh, the, the Wolverines need this game. I mean, they got to get it. If they don't get this, man, it's it's uh, it's not a good deal over there for Harbaugh and company. So, anyway, we'll talk more about that uh, coming up uh, a little bit later on the program. And also, we'll recap it coming up on Monday as well. So, we got a busy Monday, as a matter of fact, because we're breaking down all the games. Uh, the Packers, the Badgers, the Masters, all that stuff coming up. And then, don't forget, on Monday, you got Monday Night Football where you got the, the, the Bears and the Vikings. So, a lot of good football left in our future. We've got another hour. Yet to go. Stay tuned. Buy or sell, and then Mike Clemens, and then we wrap it up. A lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.